Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Pei Gimel, Daf 83 of Masechta Ervin. Chavre, we're doing some math today. So, go chop uh, a calculator. If you have a smartphone, that'll be fine. And let's get calculating. We're going to start on Daf Pei Beis, Amud Beis, all the way at the bottom of the Daf. So we said that um the uh, sheet or the measurement for an for an air of tumen is mazen sudis enough for two meals and we said half of that so one meal i.e. a pras is the shear for bayis hamenuga if somebody walks into a house that has saras so if he waits in there enough to eat um one pras um which would be half of a uh, well, it's, it's Machogs in Reb Shimon and, 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 uh, Reb Yochanan and Broca, but if he eats one pras, one meal's worth, well, if he waits in the house long enough that he could eat one meal's worth of wheat bread, so then he, uh, his clothing becomes tame, and then we said half of that is then, um, if a person eats tame food, then he won't be able to eat truma right after that. I guess we'll probably have to go to the mikvah or something. Now, it says the Gemara on the top of Pei Gimel Amud Tana, we learn in Bryce of a chatsi chatsi chatsya, and half of a half of a half or whatever. So basically, a quarter of um, the Muslim state, no, uh, well, a quarter of one meal or an eighth of Muslim state this, right? Meaning if you take the Muslim state this, if you take the, the, the two meals, you divide it in half, so it's one meal. So that is the shiur for the um by samanuga for the clothing to become tummy. And then if you take half of that, i.e. half of a meal, um so then that would be the shear that if you eat it and it's and right, if you eat tummy food then you won't be able to eat truma. Then half of that, um so a quarter of a meal will be um the tummy tumas ochlin, so it can transmit right if it is tame. Well, then it, it can transmit, if it's food and it's tummy, it could transmit Tumas Ochlin to other things that are susceptible to Tumas Ochlin. Very beautiful. How come at the Tana of our Mishnah stopped after, um, how come the Tana in our Mishnah stopped after Lifsol Sagvia? How come the Tana of our Mishnah stopped after half of a meal, which is that if you eat that, then, um, you uh, cannot eat truma afterwards. How come it didn't continue and also mention this additional half, which is um, Tumas Ochlin? So, Mishum Delo Shavu Shi it's because it's not an exact measure. It's not, you know, everything until now has been half of the thing before, whereas when it comes to the additional half, i.e., like the quarter of a meal, uh, for, which is the share of the Tame Tumas Ochlin, so then. It's not exactly half of the thing before it. The Tanya, as we learn in Abraisa, Kamashir Chatsi Pras. So, how much is half of a pras, i.e., the amount that if you eat it, you won't be able to eat truma afterwards? So, Bez Beitzim Chaser Kima. It's two eggs worth minus a little bit. Divir Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Omer says Rabbi Yossi. Bez Beitzim Shochakos. Rabbi Yossi says it's two eggs plus a little bit. Shi'er Rabbi Bez Beitzim Ve'od. Whereas Rebbe said it's two eggs and a little bit more. Kama ve'od. How much is this little bit more? Echod mi'esrim bebeitza, one twentieth of an egg. Okay, fine. Great. So that's what half of a process, right? So again, so we had 
Mosin Shtesu, this I two process, and then and that was for Eruvei uh, Tchumen. We had half of that, which is for um, Baisamanuga. Half of that is Lifsol Sakvia. And now we get to this final thing about Tumas Ochlin, and we're saying it's not exactly going to be half of the previous thing. Tumas Ochlin, Tanya, we learn in a brace about Tumas Ochlin, Rabbi Nosen, Rebdosa Amru, Kibetza Shamru, Kamoa Vechiklipaso. The Rabbi Nosen and Rebdosa say that when we're talking about the Kibetza to be Matami Tumas Ochlin, so it is a, um, egg with its, um, Shell the chacham om kamoa below klipa. So whereas the chacham say it's the shell without the egg, and um, the thing is that that isn't like any. It's not half of any of the shiurs, right? So for example, Rabbi Yehuda said that the two eggs to be lifsol sakvia. So it's a little bit less than two eggs. Now, if we say that the um, the tami tomas ochlin is an egg with its shell, well clearly that's not half of the previous one. And we're assuming that even if we say that it's a little bit less than half of the, you know, even if it's without the shell, then it's not exactly going to be 50% of Rabbi Yehuda either, right? So meaning, so, so this, 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 this one egg, right, whether it's with the shell or without the shell, it's not exactly going to be 50% of the Shi'ur of Lifsal Sagviya. Amr Rafim by Papa says Rafim by Papa Amr of Chizda Zodivay Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yosi so that so so says Rafim by Papa in the name of Chizda that those Shiurim right whether it's uh, like Rabbi Yehuda who says that Lifsol Sagvia is a little bit less than two eggs whether it's whether it's um, Rabbi Yosi who says it's a little bit more than two eggs that's their opinion of Chachamim say the Chacham Kibetza Vamechza Shol Chakos that that the shiur lifsol sagvia that, that 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 if you eat that amount you can't eat truma is actually one and a half eggs, and that's because a uh, kav is made up of twenty four eggs. Now we had said that according to uh, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, um, that in half of a kav there are um, really um, four meals, right? So half of a kav is twelve eggs. So we said that there's really um, four meals in half of a kav, but really you only buy from the store owner two meals, right? No, I'm sorry. What did I say? I said four meals. No, it's really six meals in 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 in. No, it's six eggs in half of a kav. Sorry, I messed that up. One kav is twenty-four eggs, which means that half of. Oh gosh, I really screwed that up. One kav is 24 eggs, which means that half of a kav is, is 12 eggs. Now, um, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka had said that Mazen Shtesudis is really a quarter of a kav because um, the uh, store owner has a markup of 50%. So therefore, Mazen um, Shtesudis is really um, six eggs, right? a quarter of a kav. And therefore, if two sudas is six eggs, well then, that means that one suda, i.e. a process three eggs, which means that Lifsol Sagvia is going to be half of that, which is one and a half eggs. So, therefore, the Chacham is Rabbi Yochanan and Broka. So, Pshita, that's obvious. So, Shochakos Aslatsm Inan. What the Chacham are coming to teach us is that when we say one and a half eggs, according to Rabbi Yochanan and Broka, it's not just one and a half regular eggs, it's one and a half egg, like big eggs. Okay. Kyosar of Dimi, when Rav Dimi came from Eretzisra to Bavel, Omar, he said, Vishiger um, Bonyos Lirebi, 
that Bonyo sent to Rebbe, Mudya de Kundis, that's just a fancy way of saying Asa'a, Timin Na'usa, you know, from this place of Na'usa. Vishir Rebbe Mosun Vishvayas Rebbein. And Rebbe said that this Sa'a is one hundred, is 217 eggs worth. Now, here's the thing. A Sa'a is really 144 eggs worth, right? Because, um, a Sa'a is, um, six calves. Now, if one calf is 24 eggs, well then 24 times 6 is 144. So really, um, um, a sa'a should be 144 eggs. Now interestingly, uh, Rebbe said that a sa'a is 217 eggs. So now we're going to try to figure out what's this 217 thing. Ha What kind of sa'a are we talking about that would be 217 eggs? Well, if we're talking about eggs from the desert, right, desert-sized eggs, well, that's just regular eggs, which are, there would be 144 of them. Um, and if we're talking about the Jerusalem eggs, which are um, 20%, uh, uh, a quantity of 20% larger than the Midbar eggs, well, then Kuf Ayin Gimel Havya. Well, um, if you add 20% to 144, it is 173. Be the and if we're talking about the Tsipori eggs, which are 20% larger than the Jerusalem eggs, Reish Zion Havion. Well, um, 20% more than 173 is 207. So how do you get to 217? So the Olam the Tsiporius. So really we're talking about the Tsipori eggs. I see Chalsa Shdialayu. But what you do is, in addition to the um, 207 eggs of the sa'a, you also um, add chala. Chala is one is one twenty fourth, as we learned yesterday, and chalsa kamehavion tamne, and the chala. So one twenty fourth of uh, 207 would be um, another eight, so we would get to 215. But akati botzule, but it's still short because we need 217, not 215. So Ella Icy Vodos de Rebish Dialayu. No, so rather scratch the whole chala thing. Rather, you start with 207, which are the Tsipori um eggs. But then Rebbe had said earlier that these eggs are really um an egg and one twentieth. So you have to add an additional one twentieth to the to the Tsipori eggs. So you start with two hundred and seven, then you add um so basically every twenty eggs is gonna be one egg. So that means for every hundred eggs there's an additional five. So for two hundred eggs there's an additional ten. So that's how you get up to two hundred and seventeen. And those additional seven twentieths of an egg are just a fraction and they don't count. So that's how you get to two hundred and seventeen. But if so, but still it's a little bit more than two hundred and seventeen, right? Meaning uh right, because we had said, right, what about those um seven twentieths of an egg. Kevin to Lohave Kibetz Lochashavle. Since seven twentieths of an egg is not um it's 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 not even a full egg, so we don't count it and therefore that's how we get the two hundred and seventeen eggs according to Rabbi. Tanar Abanan the Rabbi's Tan Nebraisa. So you shamas, Yesera Ahmedbaris Shtus. So a Jerusalem egg a Jerusalem saw is larger than a um than a um midbar saw by um a shtus, which is a sixth, but really it's tw- it's really a fifth. It's really twenty percent, right? The way that we calculate um, like Talmudic fractions is that it's the it's the 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 or Mishnaic, um fractions is that it, it it's based on the total. So, meaning if you take a hundred and then you add a fifth of a hundred to it, so I if you add twenty to a hundred, so then it's one hundred and twenty. So then 
in retrospect, the 20 that you added are one-sixth of the total because one-sixth of 120 is 20. So basically, the, Jeru the, the Jerusalem Sa'a is 20% larger than the um, desert Sa'a, um, Shtus. Mishal Tsiporis, Yisera al Yerushalmis Shtus, and the Tsipori Sa'a is larger than the Jerusalem Sa'a by a, by 20% as well. Nimtzes Shal Tsiporis, Yisera Amidbaris Shlish. And therefore, the Tsipori Sa'a, which is 207 eggs, is larger than the um, uh, desert Sa'a, which is 144 eggs by one third. Now, anybody who's doing their calculating, it will realize that that's not correct because um, the difference between 207 and 144 is 63, whereas one third, I mean, we're going to try to figure out a third of what, but a third of any of these measurements is not going to be um, 63. So, what third are we talking about? If we're talking about a third of the Midbar Sa'a, which is 144 eggs, well, what's one-third of 144? Arba'en vitmanya, 48. odfa shisin vitlas, but the um, a third of 207 is 63, so 48 is not 63. Ve'ela okay, so maybe we're talking about a third of the Jerusalem Sa'a, which is 173 eggs. But Shlish Dida Kamahave, Hamshin Vitmanin Chitilsa comes out to 157 uh, and two thirds. No, not 157 and two thirds. 57 and two thirds is not 63. Vilu Od Fashisin Vitlas, right? So uh, we need 63, not 57 and two thirds. Vela the Tsipori. So what what about the Tsipori Sa, which is 207 eggs? Well, Shlish Dida Kamahave, Shivin Nchichada. Well, one-third of 207 is 69, which gimel. but the um, difference between um, 207 and 144 is uh, 63, not 69. So, Elo, Amr Biyomiya, rather says, This is what it means, that that the difference between uh, um, the Tsipori Sa'a and the Midbari Sa'a is um, a third. So it means that the Sa'a of Tsipori, which is 207 eggs, is larger than the desert um, Sa'a, which is 144 eggs, um, and the difference would be 63 eggs, is Karuv Lishlish Shela, is near 30, is near a third of it. So meaning a third of 207 is 69, and the difference between 207 and 144 is 63. So it's close to that. Okay, v'shlish shela karv lemechza demidbaris, and additionally, um, a third of um, a tzipori uh, saw, which is two hundred seven, a third of that is sixty nine, is close to half of the midbaris saw, i.e., one hundred forty four divided by two is seventy two. Sixty nine is pretty close to seventy two. Very beautiful. Maskifla Ravina, Ravina Sakasha, midi karv karv katani. Ravina says. Does it say anywhere in that brisa about being close to a third of something? No. So Ella Amar Ravina rather says Ravina Hachi Kamer Nimtzei Shlish Seltzipori Bivodis Shal Rebbe that if you take a third of the Tzipori eggs, including the additional one twentieth that Rebbe was talking about, i.e. two hundred seventeen, and you take a third of that, so it comes out to seventy two and uh, a third. 
So Yisera Amechza Shomidbaris, so is larger than half of the Midbaris, i.e., half the Midbaris is 144 divided by 2 is 72. So a third of 270, 217, which is um, 72 and a third, is larger than 72. Shlish by one third of an egg. Tanur that you have to take challah, right? Reishis are isosechem from the, from the, from, from, from your dough. So, kedei isosechem. So, from your dough. V'chama isosechem, how much is your dough? Kedei isas hamidbar, it is like the dough of the midbar. V'chama isas hamidbar, what is the dough, how much is the dough of the midbar? Well, dechsev, as it says, va'omer, that the omer was asiris ha'efahu. It's one, one tenth of an efa. So, an efa is three sa'a. Now, if a saw is 144 eggs, so, uh, so 144 times 3 is, um, 432. So, one tenth of that is, um, 43.2. So, they say, um, so, Mikan Amu, from here they said, Zayin Rivaim Kemach Ve'od Chayev Ez That's how they said that seven Rivaim of Kemach and a little bit more is Chayev and Chala. A Reva is a Log, because there are four Logs in a Kav. So, a Reva is a Log. So, um, and, and, and a log is six eggs. So seven times six is 42. So we said 42 and ve'od and a fraction. So i.e. 42 and another 1.2 is, um, chayevis and chala, i.e. 43.2, which is one tenth of a sa'a. Okay. Uh, what, what, one tenth of an afa? Um, fine. Shehein vav shal yushamis, which of course is the, um, so, so seven rivaim of kemach is the equivalent of six of the Yushamas, because it's a large, there, it's a larger, um, amount. Shehin Hei Shel Tzipori, which is the equivalent of five of Tzipori, which is even larger. So, um, meaning each, each low, each Jerusalem log is, is larger than the, um, Midbar, Midbar logs, and each Tzipori log is larger than the, um, Yushami log. That's why you need less of them. Mikan Amu, and from here they said, Ochal Kemidas Zo. Harezo bari umavarach. Somebody who eats this amount, these, um, you know, 43.2 uh, eggs worth, um, well then you're going to be very healthy and blessed. Yasser alkein, more than this raivtan, you're a gla in pachas mikan, less than this mkuku bemev, means you have, um, weak, weak intestines. Alright. Alright, chavir nu mishneh. Anche chotzer vanche mirpeses, sheshachu velo ervu. Chavir, remember the chotzer and the mirpeses? Right, that's a chotzer, a courtyard. And, in the courtyard, there's like a two-story building, right? So you have the ground floor with the, um, you know, bottom level of the people that open up that their entrance to their house goes right into the chatzar. But then you like climb up to the second floor, to the second landing, and then there's like another, you know, chatzar, like, like mirpeset, kind of in front of another two doors that go into another two apartments. So, Right, and then they kind of have to walk out through the main chutzner to get out to Rishisaram. So you, again, you walk into this chutzner. There's, you, you can go directly into some apartments, or you can climb up to a second story, and there's like another landing there, and then there's two apartments that open up to that higher landing. So, Sheshachachuvlo Eru, and they didn't make an Eruv together. They made their own separate Eruvs, but not together. So, Koshagavua Yudfachim Nimirpeses. So anything that is um ten tfachim tall is shaykh to the mirpeses, right? So so if you have like a pile of something, for example, um in the chatzar and it's ten tfachim tall, so then it becomes um the rights of the second floor people and they can use that pile. 
Pachos Mikhan, if it's less than 10 Tvachim, the Chatzar, well then it's the Rishus of the Chatzar, not the Mirpeses. Chulia Sabor Vasela, if you have um, a pit that you dug out and there's all the sand surrounding the pit that raises its height, Vasela, and, uh, or if you have a rock, that they are um, 10 Tvachim tall, well, Limer Peset, well then they are considered part of the Rishus of the uh, balcony. Pachos Mikan, if the pile is less than 10 Tvachim, no, not the pile, if the rock or the, um, you know, pit that they dug out is less than 10 Tvachim, so the Chatzar, then, then it's the property of the Chatzar. When do we say this? Bismucha, that's only if these items are close to the second story. If we're talking about, let's say, a pile that's far away from the second story that they're certainly not going to be able to use, well then, even if it's 10 Tvachim tall, it's, it's, it's obviously going to be part of the Rishus of the Chatzar and not the Mirpesa because it's too far away from them. What's considered close? As long as it's um, within 4 Tvachim of the Mirpeset, so then if it's higher than 10 Tvachim, it will belong to them. Says the Gemara Pshita, it's obvious that Lozeb Pesach to Lozeb Pesach, that when you have two Chatzers, okay, and there's some item in, right, in between the two Chatzers, and it's convenient for both of them to use it, right? Let's say there's some kind of wall that is between the two Chatzers, and it's convenient for both, for both of the Chatzers to be able to use it. It's, let's say, I don't know, I don't know, a few Tfachim tall, right? So, so, so if it's convenient for both of them to use it, so well then that's the case of when you have a window that's between two chutzers that it it doesn't necessarily belong to either one of the chutzers and therefore neither one can use it. If it's inconvenient for both of them to use it, for example, if you have a wall that's ten tefachim tall and and it's four tefachim wide, so we had said hainu well then that's the that right that that that's the situation of a wall that's between two chutzers. That we said if there are fruits on top of it, they can eat the fruits on top of it, but they can't take it into either chatzar because neither chatzar has rights to it. If both chatzars have to like lean down and it's uh, inconvenient for both of them to, to get it, such as if there's like a ditch between the two chatzars, well, well, then that's the situation of the ditch that's between two chatzars. And we say that it divides the two chatzars in half and they're unable to make an Arab together. And they're also unable to access this ditch because it's, uh, it doesn't belong to either one of them. And a situation where it's convenient for one of them to use it, but it's um, going to be too tall for the, for the other one. It's going to be hard for the other one to use it. For example, right? So, Hainu de Rabbar Ravuna Am Rav Nachman. That's the situation of Rabbar Ravuna and Rav Nachman. Remember when we had two chatzars on different stories, right? So you had a lower chatzar and an upper chatzar, um, right? There was like a, and there was like a wall between them. But now, so it was, um, so for the lower chatzar, it's inconvenient to use the wall. For the upper chatzar, it's convenient to use the wall. So we said that it belongs to the upper chatzar. The, right, the upper chatzar can use the top of the wall, not the lower one. Lazeb Pesach, Lazeb Shilshul. Now we're talking about, right, so a situation where it's convenient for one um, person to use it, but the other one's going to have to, like, bend down to use it. That's the situation of Shezvi of Rav Nachman, right? When you add the ditch, that for one uh, chatzar, it, it, it's low down, and it's and it's convenient for them to use the ditch. But for the other chatzar, they're high up, and they would really have to bend down to use the ditch. So we say that it belongs to the lower chatzar in that case. If you have a situation where um, one of them would have to bend down to use it and the other one would have to reach up to use it, 
my then what's the halacha so for example let's say you have a chatzar right almost like our two stories right uh, like almost like the situation right you can imagine the situation in our mishnah where you have this chatzar and then you have a second story so we had said that if um the pile is 10th fachim tall so then so then it it's the property right it's part of the rishus of the of the upper balcony but what if the upper balcony is 20 tfachim tall so it's 10 tfachim above the ground so it, it would be considered inconvenient um due to its height it would be inconvenient for the lower um chatzar. but since the upper chatzar is 20 tfachim above it so they would have to bend down in order to use it so kilo it's inconvenient for both of them so Amarav Asurin. So Rav says, well then both of them are unable to use it if it's inconvenient for both of them. So Shmuel says, no, you can give it to the um to the upper chatzar. We can consider it to be their rishos. Um why? Because it's considered that relative to having to reach up for something, it's easier to bend down for something. So therefore we can consider it as though it's convenient for the upper chatzar to use it, to use this um pile. Or this thing that's within ten tefachim, well, not within ten tefachim. That that's more than ten tefachim, but it's more than ten tefachim from the ground and more than ten tefachim from the upper chutzur. Also, we can consider it to be uh, the rishus of the upper chutzur because they can bend down to use it, and that would be considered convenient enough. Convenient enough. And whenever you have a situation where it's uh, convenient for one um rishus to you for one chutzur uh, to use it, and inconvenient for the other one, knows the most lazeshetashmishul we give it to the one who it's easy for them to use it. Um, well, Chevra, that was Daf um, Pei Gimel. Lots of math. I mean, not much more I could say than that. Peace out.